Chapter 14, to log or not to log. I'm going to go right off script right off the bat. You've heard me talk about this in other chapters, but I devoted a whole chapter to this because it's really important. Keeping track of everything you eat is a critical component of lean health. Most people don't want to do it because they think it's difficult, tedious, or just a waste of time. However, if you are serious about wanting to lose weight, you greatly increase your chances of success by writing down everything you eat. When I started on my lean health journey, I didn't know if logging all my meals helped that much. But I've learned that if I record things, it is much harder to lie to myself. I have a 54-year history of distorting the facts when it comes to my diet. In the past, I could say I wasn't eating too much, but I had no way to know for sure. Once I started recording everything, I knew exactly whether I was sticking to my calorie intake goals or not. One of the tools I use to log my meals is my Fitness Pal, a diet tracking and calorie counting app. My Fitness Pal lets you input exactly what you eat at every meal and keep track of the calories, carbohydrates, proteins, fats, and other nutritional information over time. It also keeps your health data such as weight and exercise if you want to do it. I started to use the app in 2013, though at first I didn't get the results I hoped for. When I looked at the graph of my weight over time, I was shocked to see that between 2013 and October 2014, when I went to Phuket, that I had not lost much weight. The graph was basically flat. After going to Phuket and reading Tom Ross' book, I started to log my meals more regularly, but not as much as I should have. The tipping point came when my friend Doug told me I needed to control my portion size. After that, I became much more concerned consistent in recording my meals and found it easier to lose weight. I finally admitted I was not being honest with myself when I logged my meals and the Fitness Pal app was the tool that helped me do that. My Fitness Pal works because it helps you create something called standardized work, another lean concept. In lean manufacturing, we set up processes so that we do them the same way every time. When we make a particular product, we follow each step in the exact sequence they were set up in. This produces consistency, good outputs because the processes have been scrutinized and refined to deliver quality and consistency each and every time. In lean health, my standardized work is to accurately log everything I put in my mouth. I created a standardized process where I eat 2,400 calories a day day in and day out. I have very little variation. And the consistency has dramatically helped me. That's why I weigh 169 pounds today instead of the 220 that I basically weighed my entire life. My fitness pal is not the answer to all your weight problems. Recording your food intake alone does not guarantee you will lose weight. You can record everything you eat, but if you're eating the bad stuff, you're not going to lose weight. The key is being able to consistently record the great foods you're eating. Nevertheless, my fitness pal is very helpful. I have a couple of recommendations about how to get the most out of it. First, do not allow the app to link the number of steps you take with your calorie intake. 
Every day you want to get 10,000 steps, which you can monitor with some type of pedometer or fitness tracking device like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch. If you let it, my fitness pal will take the information from your device and adjust your daily calorie limit. This includes automatically increasing the number of calories you can eat if you do extra exercise. For example, if I'm allotted 2,400 calories a day, but I walk 20,000 steps, the app will tell me I can eat an extra 1,500 calories a day. When I first started using my fitness pal, I would take this guidance and go eat another 1,500 more calories. You might be able to guess what happened. I didn't lose much weight. So these days, I don't sync my fitness pal with my Fitbit because I do not want to be told I can eat more calories. The second helpful technique is to always log calories on the high side. I used to be really good at avoiding this. I would find a chicken stir fry meal that said it was 300 calories when I knew darn well it was probably 450 or 500 calories. I used to record the lower number, but now I do just the opposite. If I I see something that's 350 calories, but I think it might really be 400 or 500, I'll log the higher number because I want to remove any possibility of eating too much. 95% of the people who have tried to mimic what I'm doing are unwilling to log their food. I believe this is because they are intimidated by the process or they don't want to be bothered. Avoid this mindset. It will sabotage you. Do not be afraid to be honest with yourself. People who log their food in conjunction with the other steps I've talked about in this book are wildly successful, and you will be too. Chapter 14, The One Thing. Log it and lose it.